with Mina and Elizabeth. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, what you was looking at me for is what I'd like to know. I want to see if he's going to kick this thing mm-mm, off. Mm-mm. Everybody likes to hear Mina Pearl first. Well, That's how this thing always works. You got what you wanted, people. I'm here. <laughs> Don't be trying to switch it up today, all right? <laughs> Ain't gonna work, baby. So I had to give it a try. Mm-mm. See how that whole silence that was happening? Just See that, that long bar? Like, what the fuck is you doing? <laughs> you know the fucking drill. You bring us in, I'll take us out. Woo! <laughs> 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 I can't with you, right? Yeah. Well, welcome, guys, to the Her and Her podcast. Yes! Whoop, whoop, whoop. Lizzie Her, baby. Nina Her, people. Mm-hmm. And we're back. We're back. We're back. Um, But obviously... Where can they find us? You, you know? know, you know. I gotta let you know. So you can catch us on Instagram at Her and Her Podcast. You can catch us on SoundCloud at Her and Her Podcast. Make sure that you're liking, you're subscribing, you're posting, reposting the tracks. And you can also, well, on SoundCloud, just follow us. And then on the iTunes podcast platform, you can subscribe on there. Um, her and her podcast just search that and we will come up and it will keep you up to date when we have new episodes and new content that we post on there you can also catch us on youtube at her and her podcast and lastly you can catch us on facebook at her and her podcast one add a one to that and yeah numero uno so make sure you're liking you're loving you're subscribing you're reposting you're sharing um, with people that you meet, you know, and you see on the streets. <laughs> you feel me? That's it. Baby. Ah, well, girlfriend. So our topic today mm. is, is it a fairy tale or not? Woo. You know what I'm saying? And I bring this topic up because I think women are under the impression, men too, are under the impression that a relationship is supposed to go a certain kind of way. And we're going to dive deep into what those misconceptions are and how you can avoid them with going into things with a realistic frame of mind, you know? (laughs) And then, you know, I posted a question today and the question was, what do you love about love? And so we'll share some responses about what our fellow ladies had to say about their love life and their experiences. It was interesting, so to speak. I was I was expecting more of a um, high and low kind of thing, mm-hmm. like a more what's the word I'm looking for? Like I was I was expecting people to be like, ah, you know, it's cool or whatever, but I love myself, you know, like. But no, everybody was pretty like, oh, I love love, even yeah. with the highs, even with the lows, the goods, the bads. Yeah. Like, everybody was really into the love. Yeah. 
So we'll get into that. And then our her chat is going to be about defining the moment when you realize love isn't perfect. And my beautiful Mina Per posed this question to me. So I'm definitely going to answer that. And of course, we're going to exit with our her quote. Mm-hmm. By tan yam, yellow yam. It's getting cold again. So I'm yellow. White yam. Hey, hey. White yam got this? Malanga. <laughs> Sorry if that's too Caribbean for somebody. Malanga, I got to go. Woo! Okay, so let's jump right into this. Is it a fairy tale or not, Amina? Fuck yeah. I think we all have a perception that is, that reigns true to that thinking love is a fairy tale in one way or another. Like, you think that you're going to have the absolute perfect man. That's a fucking fairy tale. You think he's going to hit all the, the, if you have a long fucking laundry list of shit that you want your man to possess, of things you want him to possess, of things you want him to be, like, that's you living in a, a fucking fairy tale. It's okay to have standards and things that you will and will not boundaries and things you will and will not accept. But when it's like, oh, I can't date him. He's six two. I only do six three and up. <laughs> I think that's feeding into that whole fairy tale ideal, like of like love and having what you want and what you need and what you you know what I mean, like yeah. just everything. I agree. Now, I have a huge issue with fairy tale, and for more than one reason, but I understand it though. Like, I don't go into this uh, feeling like I'm so confused as to why you would think this. Right. See, the thing is, is unfortunately, and I know we've all probably heard this story before <laughs> about how we rear women, how we rear our little girls, right? Mm-hmm. And what do we read to them? Fairy tales. Mm-hmm. This is something that's etched in your brain, your memory bank. for Since you're a little girl, this is why girls dream of wedding days and pretty dresses. And, and being a wife and a mother. Yes. And, Definitely. oh, the, the, the man is going to come and save me on his horse. You know, you're hoping it's a Mercedes Benz or a Bentley. But, yeah, you get the point. We don't read these kind of stories to our little boys. We're reading action figures and how to save the world and Batman and... And so they're not led to believe that that's a concern or things to hope and wish for. See, we they think of life in terms of how I'm going to attack it, action, how I'm going to be brave and confident and great. And so that's what they that's how they move through life, right? Mm-hmm. We move through life looking for our, our perfect mate and we'll hold everything off or we'll go through the trenches because we feel like that's the definition of our success, you know? Yeah. That's very true. <clears throat> and um but I say all that to say that there is some element of love and marriage that is fairy tale like. You know what I mean? And you shouldn't let go of your hopes and dreams when it comes to love because it's attainable. But the part I have an issue with is the fairy tale leads you to believe it's not going to have any work. Like fairy tale makes you believe that everything is perfection. Mm. 
It's going to be two perfect people living a perfect life with perfect children, walking a perfect path. It's and two fucked up people <laughs> living a regular life, loving each other. More like a fucked up life. A fucked up life. Okay. Two fucked up people living a fucked up life, fucked up together with their fucked up kids <laughs> and they fucked up dog and they fucked up house. In the fucked up ending of the story. <laughs> yeah, I mean, let's be real. We live in a real world with real shit happening. Like, I don't even understand how people are still, this day and age, how women are still walking around thinking, like, has this laundry list, like you said, of, like, this perfection. Mm-hmm. What? And then, like, the thing about it for me, too, is, like, so let's say you meet this man and you're not on, and he's perfect. Like, all the things that's on your list, he has it. Right. But he got a list, too, and you missing a couple things. Mm -hmm. So now he's about to walk away from you because Mm -hmm. that just, it's, 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 we need to have, understand what a level of acceptance is. We're not perfect. We can't be looking for perfection. The only thing perfect is, is God. Like, that's the only thing that's perfect to me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, and then, like, another thing is women don't express, like, what they envision this fairy tale to be. They just have whatever it is in their mind. And what happens is you ha- you have these unknown expectations of what you want your mate to be or 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 become and then you get saddened by it because reality hits you and you realize like, oh shit, this is not what I signed up for. Right. And then you then you 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 walking down a path of confusion because you forgot that these are you're human and that he's human and life's gonna happen and shit's gonna fall apart and people are gonna change and people are gonna have children, not have children, careers are gonna fall apart, people are gonna rise, gonna all kinds people die. Like you're forgetting about all these elements in life, right? In real that, life things. Right. And that honestly, what you need to be seeking for is someone who's gonna be honest with you, who's gonna support you, respect you, and love you for who you are, who you're going to become. That's what you need to look for. But unfortunately, that's not what we're looking for. It's not. And another thing about it is that I think women go into it making that like their life's quest. And I get it when you're like a lover and love is just like so beautiful to you, you know, because I feel like I operate at that frequency as well. But... I think a lot of times women are so like it's so important to them that it breathes it breathes desperation. And in desperation, you move through life with this fairy tale ideal of what um love and life and and marriage should be and your life with your spouse should be and what it should look like and what they should do and how it should function and then you have the desperation on top of it so now you just just all right any fucking frog i could dress up and fucking make this fairy tale come true and then you realize you force it so it's even more work than it normally would have been because it's going to be work regardless and it's not going to be a fairy tale and i think like that's a really like sad i like truth of how women look at love and like that whole fairy tale perspective. I'm also tired of um like women skipping over shit. Like when a man is like super truthful with you and you skipping over it because you just believe, nah, he's not gonna do that to me. Mm. 
I, I'm an exception to the rule. Like he told you he had a problem or you saw a pattern and you thought it's not going to happen to me. I mean, if a man says to you, okay, let's say, for example, <clears throat> he drinks, right? Or used to drink. Yeah, I used to drink a lot in my past relationships. I had anger issues, but, you know, you know, I haven't had a drink in, you know, six months to a year. And um, I'm working on me. Okay. So you dating this person <clears throat> and you go on a date and y'all sitting down and y'all eating and you see him have a drink. You're like, okay, you look like you can handle it. He has two drinks. All right. He gets belligerent. He curses out the waiter, the waitress. And you say to yourself, oh, well, you know, they did bring him the wrong steak. Mm. You know, you know, uh, it was their fault. I'm so I'm so upset. We're never going to come back to this place. They're disgusting, you know, and you leave. And that happens to you more than once. And you say and you just find these. The man told you that he's an alcoholic and he has anger issues. Mm. But you think. Because you got some special fucking pussy. Shit just spewing gold out of it. That, oh, no, no, this isn't going to happen with me. He's going to be fine. We're going to get it together. Mm. And I'm also not saying that we're not going to come with flaws and that God is not going to bless us with beautiful people to be a mirror to. Mm. I'm not saying that. Because uh, even though some people believe you need to unpack your shit before you get in relationships, it depends on when you get in a relationship. Right. Because if I get into a relationship at 20 years old and I'm in a relationship and I've been with that same person for 15 years, he's unpacking the shit with me, beautiful people. I'm, I can't, I'm not going to just unpack that shit with myself. I'm going on this journey with this man. You know what I'm saying? Now, if you're 40 years old, then yes, I would hope that you would been unpacking your shit and working on yourself till you get to that point. You get what I'm saying? So those rules don't apply it to every situation. But back to my point being is we have to be honest with what we actually are seeing, what that person is actually saying. Because then when it happens to us, I don't want to see the surprise face like, what, that happened? Oh my gosh. Or like you meet someone as simple as like they've been working at the same job for 15 years. They love their job. They're not, they don't want to change. They're fine. They're fine with the money that they're going to make and the growth that's going to happen. And you come into their life and decide to tell them that, oh, they need to do this and they need to do that. Because it doesn't fit what you have correct. in your head. Yes. That's, that's. <laughs> and that just might not be the person for you. That might not be the person for you. Absolutely. Because if that's that important to you, that you feel like the person you marry needs to be that kind of person needs to be a super goal getter and have two, three, four things going on. Then that person's not for you. They're, they're happy with living a very content life going on their one or two vacations a year. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like they're, they're, and nothing's wrong with that because mm -hmm. their quality of life is different from yours. That's what they you know want what I'm saying? for themselves. Right. Well, absolutely. I, I could do you one better. You meet a good man and you know, he checks off a lot of your boxes you check off he uh you know you check off a lot of his boxes cool right now it comes time and you like all right we've been together for a little bit you want to get married but he's teetering on it and so you start pushing him mm. to get married 
I know this one all too well. You're pushing, 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 and then guess what happens? <clears throat> that shoe didn't fit. Mm. Are you still trying to put that shoe on? <laughs> you was you was the stepsisters in Cinderella. <laughs> Girl, you was the bitch in the village trying to make that shoe fit, and it was not for you. <laughs> Shit's unhealthy, like. And I realized, like, I learned early on in life that don't fucking try to force nothing with a man. Don't force nothing on him. Don't force nothing with him. Do not force anything in love. And I tell you this all the time. Like, I'm not telling you everybody's love story is the same because it's not. But I'm going to, I I can always share my story and tell you the truth. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I know for sure that, love seeked me i didn't seek it mm. you know what i mean like i wasn't over here looking for it trying to find it where it's at because i also believe like like we always say what's for you is for you and when it's time when it's when it's supposed to <clears throat> find you it will you know and of course that doesn't mean you don't date or enjoy your life or have a good time no one's saying that but that also means that don't take nobody's shit because the person who's supposed to love you and make you feel special exists. The person that you feel like you can share, you hold hands with and share this crazy journey with exists. He might be corny, but he exists. <laughs> no, he's going to be what you, exactly what you're looking for. And it might not be it when you see him. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, sometimes it's so hard because... <laughs> When you see it, it don't look like what you thought it was gonna look like. Nope. That's another thing with the fairy tale. Like you yep. be like, you be like, girl, I like him. He's nice. Yeah, he's just not what I would have picked for myself. No. <laughs> nope, nope, nope. First of all, I tell you the story all the time how I was not physically attracted to my husband at all, at all. But he aged very, very nicely. Yeah, Oof, that nigga's like a. Mm. Just thinking about it just get me all riled up. You know what I'm saying? Husband, wherever you are, husband, I hope I feel like that about you. You know, I get riled up. Then 30 years down the line, I hope I feel like that. Yes, girl. I mean, it's just butterflies and stuff. You see that chocolate thing, you just like, whoo. You feel the Holy Ghost, you know? Like when Tamar Braxton be like, whoo, Jesus. Mm -hmm. You do like that, you know? But I couldn't see that. I couldn't see that at all. I couldn't. I, I, I fell in love with. He, he's a, a beautiful person. Like, I loved how he loved life and how he, like, showed me so many different things and was so, ex- like, like I knew he loved me before we said I love you. Like, I knew it. Like, everything about his actions read that to me, you know? So, and I wasn't there. Like, I was just like, oh, I like him. It's cool. I'm enjoying this. It's fun. But mm. I probably, like, Fell, fell in love with him. Hmm, now that I think about Last it. Last year, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that's some true shit. Nah, no, so I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <sighs> A different level of love, for sure. And that's one thing that I did learn. Like, But I will say, like, I probably really understood what love really, really meant after I got married. Mm. Um, I think when we were dating and things of that, you know, it's... It, it comes with its own challenges and struggles, but I didn't know what it was going to be. I didn't know what it was. I didn't, you know what I mean? It's like when he asked me to marry him, I was like, wow. Like it, even though I knew that this was the path we wanted to go down, you don't know 
You don't know what a man is thinking all the time. You know, like, you could have changed your mind. You could have said, forget it. You could have said, ah, let me keep this right here. Let's see how this goes. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't know. Um, And that's why you always have to be your, like, your complete self as much as you possibly can. The truest you. Because you don't know where life is going to take you. And listen, nobody wants to take a mask off at 40 years old. Let me tell you something, okay? I learned that, and now, you know, I just let it all hang out. <laughs> I don't try to fix it up for y'all motherfuckers. I'm bourbon and fart, and they're going to date okay, one. Okay, not that. Not, not, not that. You know, I have other I have other things to let hang out, like my attitude. So now I don't wait till the end to show you my attitude. I just show it in the beginning. Nigga, I got an attitude. Yep. Oh, man. What were we talking about before? I feel like I got off topic. Okay, Every moving tale, on. Baby. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. So let's share some of our responses. Did you want to read them? Yeah. Okay, so you posed a, posed a question today, and the question was, what do you love about love? And so we got quite a few responses, and I want to share some of them. Okay. So, Are you going to say the names or just the responses? Um, I'll say some of the names. Some of them I don't know, but... Um, so one of my faves, Sid, um, she said she loves the vulnerability that comes with it. Even though sometimes it can have negative consequences, I think true love is worth the ups and the downs. Mm. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Someone else said, um, how open you are. That feeling of almost walking on air. The moments when you just, when just hearing from that person makes you blush and giggle like a schoolgirl. Love it. Our crazy, old, our crazy Scorpio sister, Anisha, says <laughs> the depth. The deeper you feel um, about the person each and every day. Um, Chris said the personal growth that it inspires. And what did you say? I you don't said, know. What did I say? <laughs> Love is a choice, and it has an incredible impact on your overall growth. Choose it because it's challenging and also incredibly rewarding. So true. And Uriah said, it's energy and everywhere in everything. I love that, too. Me, too. Mm-hmm. And I, I just, like, like I said before, I was just, like, I honestly thought, like, we were going to have, like, a different range of how people felt about it. She you thought know? we were going to have more fuck that shit. Mm-hmm. But we didn't. Everybody was very, like. Yeah, like, open and, like. Happy about love. And, but, see, that's, that's, that's. What I love about the responses, though, were women who've been open through the experience. Because you could tell, like, even if it ended up good, bad, or indifferent, you learned something. Like, you figured out what love meant to you. Mm -hmm. You figured out how um, love actually made you grow in one way, shape, or another. Another person identified that love is everywhere. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And how you identify with that is how you identify with yourself. So if you love love, you're always going to see love, be love, do love, you know? Um, And that's truly, like, how I feel. And I feel like the more I learn to embody that, the easier it is to move through life. Mm. Like, the easier it is to understand other people who don't view life the same way you do. Like, I used to have a huge issue with people who couldn't, like, didn't have the same, not perspective, but... Like things I believe to be black and white. Mm-hmm. Like I used to be like, how you don't, how you can't see yeah. that or don't yeah. agree with that. Mm-hmm. Like that's, 
But I've learned that some someone can have a polar opposite view of you and you can still respect that. You can still respect it and understand it and see where they're coming from because we come from different places and hear different things and we're reared differently mm-hmm. that you just look at life. The outcome is different for everyone. Yeah. And yeah. I, I also have learned like truly operating in a love, a frequency of love, like some things just start to not matter. Mm-hmm. Like our differences or the, the shallow things. Like when you're really operating of love, like those things could never outweigh yep. the love that you come with and you give and you give off. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's, I, I understood like in a real way, like the power of love. Like when I say love is the answer, I, I really believe that. Yes, it is. And love never goes away. That's another thing. My yep. mentor always teaches me that. She's like, it never goes away. Whether you leave someone, whether you don't talk to them anymore, that you're not friends, you're not dating. Yep. Love is love and love never leaves. It's always there. So there's people that I do not speak to every day anymore. And at one point I did. <clears throat> and if I saw them today, I I know that I still love them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like even ex-boyfriends, I still love you. Like I still have love for you because you act, you, you are a part of who I am. Mm-hmm. No, that's so true. You know, I realized that with like my first boyfriend I've ever had. He, um, like, when I think about him now, I can look at him as such a learning experience. And that's when I realized, like, oh, I'm in a different place. Like, I'm truly operating in a frequency of love because I truly have no, like, disdain towards him. I have no animosity. And he was disgusting to me. So I, and I'm fine. Like, I look at him, I'm like, you were essential to my growth. You were essential to me getting to understanding that when I find my husband, he finds me, like, to understanding that even more. Like, I needed you. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. One thing for sure that I know I learned was that, um, I think I told you this before, but you didn't, (laughs) God is funny. If you want to, if you want to make God laugh, tell him your plan. Mm. But, um. It's the third time today I heard that quote. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. That's funny. Um, I was always very used to, um. Being a player. Nah, I wouldn't. In the Himalayas. <laughs> Watch your mouth. No, well, I was always the one on the receiving end of love, right? Yeah. No, not a player. I wasn't trying to hurt nobody. But you did. By accident. You know, I was like, oh, fell on the dick. But, um. I got it. <laughs> I just fell the fuck out. I just fell the fuck out. So I knew what it was for someone to like utterly love you to no avail. And in my head, I thought I was doing the same thing. Like, that's what I thought, you know, until um, I did really fall in love. And then I was like, yo, this shit hurts. Mm. Like, Mm. Like, oh, maybe this was, I subconsciously was avoiding this. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, you didn't really, like, oh, this shit, th- that's when I knew, like, oh, this is something different. I'm feeling something completely different than I've ever felt before. Mm-hmm. And um, it was almost like, I thought I felt it before, but it was, 
I can't even explain it. Like, that's why I'm struggling to find the words right now. Like, it was almost like I couldn't breathe because I could see the end. And I could see the end because I didn't have the tools to know that this is just part of the journey. I wasn't aware of the fact that this is just a chapter in your book. Right. You know what I mean? Not, <laughs> this, is the, this is the index, close and have a nice day. Mm-hmm. You know? So, I, I and I also understood, like, through my marriage specifically, like, because I had a hard time of showing affection. So when you're with someone who that's all they, that's, that's how they show their love. It, you're so uncomfortable like the whole time. And you're just like, shit, like, I don't want you to think that I don't want this. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't want you, but Mm -hmm. you don't know anything else. Like you don't know any, like it, it genuinely feels like your skin is crawling. Like, I don't know. It sounds crazy and sounds weird, but I I know that feeling really, Mm -hmm. but you're very affectionate. I am, but when I'm not sure how I feel about someone, I know that feeling. Oh, okay. So, like, if I feel like, am I supposed to? Like, do I like you? I don't want to give you the wrong impression. I'm very, like, <laughs> like, I slide over, like, like I don't want to be touched. Like, very, like, you would probably think, like, what the fuck is wrong? She's fucking weird. She wasn't, she was fine a couple of minutes ago. <laughs> so, I totally know what you mean. It's just a very, like, uncomfortable feeling. Very, very <clears throat> uncomfortable. And so... I didn't know how bad it was until I fell in love. Mm. Yeah, I was, you know, you're operating at mm. this level, you know what I mean? You don't know until someone challenges you to a higher level of love and you're like, yo, I really got to come out of my comfort zone, some real shit. I think also you, like you said, you were always on the receiving end, but you like, I just think you, you was real player. Like, I was and I don't, player. when I say it, I mean like, just like, Always I wasn't playing, trying to do this for real. Always playing the game. And when you're always playing the game, I think you got to kind of like somebody's got to wake you up so that you could realize the game is over and you're playing a different game. Yeah. But I don't But I don't think what I'm telling you, I wasn't aware of any of that. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like okay. I wasn't aware. I wasn't consciously. You like, thought this was play play and it got serious. I don't even know. I don't even. I'm one of the, like when it when it came to relationships, it was just. It was almost like I was playing, not playing, like, I, like I said, I was always looking for, like, this going to end. Yeah, like, this you were just end. going along like, with it. Yeah, this, you thought it was this, just whatever. This gonna like, end. It's cool. I like it. Mm-hmm. But the niggas gave you marriage papers. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit, this is real? And then, like, my thing, too, was, like, I was so young, and I'm st- I'm still trying to, like. You were my age? Wait, when yeah, I like got that. engaged? Mm-hmm. Uh, Yep. Mm-hmm. I was actually younger than you, actually. Yeah, I was about a year engaged already by the time I was your age. Yep. But um, when you get together with someone when you're young, girl, you, let me try to holler at you. <laughs> you got a cue. Okay. You're you going to test the waters. You're going to try it out because you feel like you're invincible. Husband, I'm tired of trying it out. You're invincible. Oh. <laughs> I'm over like, to, wait, what's she talking I'm about? I'm talking to my husband. I'm letting you, him know I'm you right, baby. You better speak that thing into the universe. Go ahead with that. I'm done. This life is not for me anymore. I feel you. Hang up your, um, what you call it? My jersey. <laughs> all the niggas in my DM. You can take it all, husband. I don't care. Let's just do this. <sighs> I forgot my train of thought. Lost it again. Okay. 
so I think I did share. You asked me what was the defining moment when you realized mm-hmm. love wasn't perfect. Mm-hmm. You kind of did. did like, loosely, not really. You could give us like an exact moment. Like, do you have an exact moment? Like, do you know where you were? Like, or like the day? That would it was be, like... I would have to be incredibly vulnerable right now. Okay, you don't have to share if you're not ready. Um, uh, how can I put it? Sorry for my yawning. Yes, uh, be sorry. <laughs> it was more than I thought in my head, right? Um. Okay, just give us like a, a synopsis of like, I don't know what age, what you felt in that moment. Like, what'd you feel? You don't even have to say like what the moment was exactly, but just tell us like age, what you felt and what you knew you needed to do moving forward. So it was levels for me. So it was several times that I realized it wasn't perfect. And each time was a different level of my relationship. Mm-hmm. You get, kind of get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So like when I was really young, a defining moment was, when it was cool for me to come into your room and cook dinner and fuck you, mm-hmm. but I want to leave my shit there, it's a problem. Mm-hmm. So when we got into a big thing, you threw my shit out, don't come back. That shit hurt my feelings. Like I didn't even, I couldn't even like, I was ready to be done. Like I was over it. Like I, I, I ain't speak to him for a week until he came knocking on my door. Wait, no, that wasn't the week one. That wasn't the week one. <laughs> That was like maybe a day or two. And he came knocking on my door in the middle of the night. Girl, I'm stewing. Like, I'm still pissed off. I'm so upset. I'm like, yo, I can't believe it. Like, you mad because I left uh, pads in a in a, in a a hot comb. And some, like, I was so angry, son. And, um, and so that was a defining moment when I was like, when I forgave him and we were able to move on like it didn't happen. And but still understand. I think I probably still had resentment though, but over time I understood like that wasn't gonna get me anywhere. So I learned that that's just where he was at the time as well. It was like I was invading his space. Like mm-hmm. the other times were okay because it was equal, mm-hmm. right? Like, oh, you're coming to cook dinner, we're both going to eat, we're sharing this time. I'm coming upstairs to have intimate time. We're both sharing that time. You coming to put your shit in here is just you impeding on my. (laughs) When you used to tell that story, I thought it was a joke. Nah. And then you told me, no, that's for real. Dead fucking serious. Dead ass. Um, Another time that I knew it wasn't perfect. And this is actually like a good story. Um, When I decided to pack my room, get in a minivan. And drive to Georgia. <laughs> and nothing was perfect. Nothing. Money wasn't perfect. Timing wasn't perfect. It was a huge risk with a man that I was not engaged to or married to. Or didn't even know if at some point it was going to be like, I didn't want to be with you anymore. Even though I knew he truly loved me. We loved each other. It was a risk. It was a major, major risk. I'm not, I was not a risk taker at all. That was so outside of who I was. And... That was another moment that I look back at that time now and be like, only love could have gotten us through those times. Mm. Like only love when we didn't have shit and we were like, we need we need a date night. How much is this meal gonna cost? All right, but let's put on the credit card. We going out tonight. You know, like just remembering those little moments that we'll carry with us forever. That's beautiful. Um, That's so beautiful. <laughs> 
You have no idea. It's just so beautiful. Um, and then like transitional things, like when my husband started to do really well, and I was scared about what that was, how that was going to impact our relationship. You know, other women, um, sharing a security, um, how he was going to change. And he did change. Mm-hmm. But we also forget that change doesn't mean forever. Some change is a phase. Some change is forever. Some change is just a moment in time. Um, and some changes can coincide with your spouse's changes and some don't. Correct. And so, and that's why, like, you can't, you can't marry a fairy tale. Because so much things are going, and I remember we la- we make we have this ongoing joke that I will never forget that we both looked at each other like before we got married and was like, "Babe, as long as we don't change, we'll be perfect." Mm. We literally said that to each other, and we laugh at that now. Like we're like those it's two impossible. people were so stupid. Like they didn't know. No, we didn't know, but we laugh at that now because we were like. The amount of changing. Because you think that, that makes you done. real. Yeah, for sure. We also felt like we were trying to keep this, like mm-hmm. w- this nice package that we've kept together that kept us close. And that's how we felt that we wanted to keep that. We didn't want that to change. We mm-hmm. didn't. We didn't want to fall out of love with each other. We wanted to keep that sacred. That was one thing that I understood about what that meant to us. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why the fairy tale is, that's why I tell you, don't take less than what you believe you're worth because you're going to go through so much shit like personally and together that having anyone next to you anything less than what you're asking for is going to make you feel like you're dragging a fucking dump truck with you mm. it's not worth it and life's tough enough it is you know what i mean and it doesn't mean that your mate is going to have the same um strengths as you mm-hmm. right it doesn't mean that but it does mean that we got to balance each other out you yeah. know and and those things are incredibly important because that fairy that how how tall that person is at some point he gonna be uh um what you call a humpback from notre dame Oof. because Girl. his he gonna get scoliosis and he's gonna start giving out all that fairy tale you, shit goes all the time. You wanted shit. to date a football player, the nigga got fucking uh, CTE and all kinds of concussions. <laughs> and when a nigga's old, you got to take care of the motherfucker. But the nigga motherfucker went old before he turned 40. Yeah. The nigga got brain injuries. Yeah. You okay to deal with that? No. And you wanted to date the stripper. Now the ass that she got, that Dropped. ass shots is down to her kneecap. She got, she got necrotizing go to- fasciitis. <laughs> she got to go get, get amputations and shit. <laughs> all right. Please. Like, quit it with the fairy tale. Mm. Create your own fairy tale. Create the truth. Change that definition. Yeah, for sure. But, yeah, I would think, and I mean, I think, I know you meant like that, like the specific moment, mm-hmm. but it was so many. But oh, that and was, I think that's the beauty in it. Like yeah. you have your own definition of what that moment would yeah. mean. Could be a yeah. moment in at this time, a moment at a different yeah. time. But that would definitely probably have been like the first one was probably when I realized. It's not perfect. Is not perfect at all. Mm-hmm. And um, I also think in that moment, though, we both realized what boundaries were, mm-hmm. what we were willing to deal with and what we weren't. And even though he felt like his space was invaded, he, he realized he hurt my he hurt me, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think, 
and you have to be and and you have to be willing to like to be patient and to be forgiving. Mm-hmm. You have to like you don't have those two things, just forget about it. And what I mean, like patience beyond belief. Yeah, like like, like ten years of patience, fifteen years of patience, like that kind of patience, like. And you and if you don't have like real, real, real love, like you know, yeah, it's not, it's not gonna work. It's not gonna happen. Like and a nigga don't like you, <laughs> and he say he love you, you'll know. <laughs> Yo, you need to like each other more than anything. You have to like, and you have to laugh with each other. Like when I tell you that thing is like food for the soul. Like laughter is everything. Like, when I think about how much I laugh with my partner, like, I'd be like, yo, I can't imagine. Like, I was telling him the other day, I was like, I was um watching a couple, and I was like, not to say that, because your relationship could be identified by different things. Maybe I like to fucking read books and talk mm-hmm. about whatever it is. But I was like, man, like, there has to be some type of fun-loving laughter in your relationship. I feel like... That is one thing that definitely holds us together. Mm-hmm. Like, for sure. I'm a bitch who loved to laugh and he loved to tell a joke. So, we match made in heaven. <laughs> Girl, don't I know it? Y'all are. But, I don't know. I, I think that's so important. Someone for you to, like, truly, truly enjoy being with. Yeah. You know? No boring nigga. Or no boring woman. No boring gal. Boring gal. No man, no one. No boring gal. Skin out! Hey. Yes. So, moving on to her quote. <laughs> Hello, I'm Yella Yam, and I got this. Oh yeah, baby. All right. So my quote: It's not short, it's not sweet, <laughs> but it's a quote. It's to the point. <laughs> and it reads. Love isn't always going to be perfect. It's not a fairy tale nor a storybook, and it doesn't always come easy. Love is overcoming obstacle, facing obstacles, facing challenges, fighting to be together, holding on and never letting go. It is a short word, easy to spell, difficult to define, and impossible to live without. Love is accepting all the complexities and simplicities. Love is work, but most of all, love is realizing that every hour, every minute, and every second was worth it because you did it together. Woo! That's it right there. That high five on that one. That that was a good one right there. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, that was that was a good one. You got to send that to me. Okay. Oh, we should post that. Okay. Yes, baby. Well, Mina, it was great. Did you have any last ending words? Um, drop them fairy tales. <laughs> if you find a real nigga, give him a chance. Be able to identify a real nigga first. Oof, please. We should have an episode on that because a bitch Let's... needs help. <laughs> <laughs> I need you to be able to identify. You, you know, know what? Don't pick up too many chicken dinners. No, get you no a chicken dinner. Zero chicken. You know how much chicken is? Cheap, real cheap. You know how okay. much a winner is? Priceless. <laughs> you better know. <laughs> better well, know the girl. <laughs> you better know the girl. <laughs> anyway, we love you guys. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next week. Where can they find us? They know. Oh, okay. Goodbye. Love you guys. <laughs> <laughs>